Welcome, Big 12 football fans. Um, as always, I'm your host, Bryce Petty, and I'm here with my good friend, Chick. Oh, Trevor Knight. How are you, brother? I'm doing okay. If you guys can see my shirt, you're watching the video copy. Yes, Baylor beat Oklahoma. Chick-fil-A. He paid I up. paid up. Bryce has enjoyed himself a nice chicken deluxe meal with cheese and tomatoes and lettuce all on his. Because I'm healthy. Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, and I am sporting the disgusting colors of green and gold. Rough day for me, but an awesome weekend as a whole in the Big 12. I want to give a shout-out really quick. Uh, I know he doesn't want me to do this, but to my esteemed colleague, Mr. Bryce Petty, he was down. He was the luck this weekend in (laughs) Waco, Texas. He was down there getting honored um, as a legend, the Legends Award uh, at Baylor University. Got to uh, say a few words on the Mike McLean Stadium. little stadium yell action. Give a little uh, Sikkim Bears action. Uh, Pretty cool. Um, Honored for his accomplishments back in the day. Now he's talking about it. Now he is talking about the game that he once uh, was so very talented at. (laughs) And, uh, cheers, brother. Cheers, Thank brother. You. Yeah, you really, have to do really, that. really, really cool. Thank you. Um, we all look up to you at night, and that's why I'm wearing this shirt Thing for right. nobody else but uh, but you. But with that being said, I was upset. I still am upset as an Oklahoma guy. Um, just like every coming. other week. You've known this was coming. This is where we're going to start. Yep. Oklahoma goes on the road to Waco, McLean Stadium, to take on the Baylor Bears. Everybody thought, eh, not as appetizing. Baylor coming off the loss to TCU the week before. Still huge game in terms of Big 12 title implications. And the Baylor Bears took it to the Oklahoma Sooners essentially from start to finish. Right, Baylor Oklahoma jumped out with a quick touchdown to take the initial lead. And then it was nothing but green and gold from that point on. Bryce, give us your yeah. thoughts on uh, on your Baylor Bears. Oh, I, th- I thought it was a great game. I thought, in, and especially because we – particularly talked about Baylor coming off of what was a trap game or whatever you want to call it. I don't think it was a trap game. I don't think they thought it was a trap game. They just didn't play well. Um, that and aside, we were welcome to Chandler Morris um, and, and what he could do. But um, all that aside, you know, they, they had what Aranda said was the best week of practice coming off of, you know, a guy, Joey McGuire, Coach McGuire taking the tech job. Um, which I think kind of rumbled, you know, the, the you know, in, in terms of internally that rock or that locker room a little bit. I mean, he's a he's a glue. Recruited a lot of those guys. Um, is such a culture guy. We talked about that's why he was a, a great hire for for Tech um, at Lubbock, and is going to go on to do great things there. But still, in the way that it happened with two games left, what could be a Big Twelve championship, maybe possibly down the road, um, it shook him a little bit. So. I was I was happy to hear that you know Coach Arena had talked about how great that practice was, practice week and and you and I know especially coming off losses man that's it's it's not that you have the loss it's how you respond yep. right and that's what I love about football I love about the game is because it doesn't teach you that life sucks and it won't go your way it teaches you how to you know to change and adjust and 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 to keep going um, and so these guys same way you know that happened in Oklahoma State competitive maturity. Um, had a, a bad loss at TC. Everybody knows it. Gary Bohanna didn't play well. Defense didn't play well. Um, now you have OU in the show coming into town. Big 12, uh, or not Big 12, but Big Noon kickoff. Um, you know, all the hype. And Baylor answered the call. 
They did. They d- and, and real quick, just diving into the game, the line of scrimmage was dominated yep. by Baylor. Wasn't even close. Dominated. Was not even close. I would say all three phases of the game, start to finish, yeah. uh, was, was dominated. They really they, it, it really was never um, one of those games where you could say, okay, you know, they're neck and neck for a quarter or two quarters or into the second half and somebody pulls away. It was Baylor all day long. And, and I'll tell you this, as an Oklahoma fan myself and, and watching the game, you said it when we were talking before the show, Bryce, they did not get off the bus. And that scares me culturally. We've talked about Dave Aranda and what he has done culturally in that locker room to be able to respond after the Oklahoma State loss, to be able to respond after the TCU loss and come out and put their best foot forward. Oklahoma really hasn't played well, right? Yes, my argument has been they're undefeated. They're undefeated. They're finding a way to win. They're finding a way to win. But when you can't show up in games like this, there's something wrong. Do they still have a shot to go play for the Big 12 title, get number seven? Absolutely they do. But based on the way that they're playing, and especially in big games like that, it doesn't give me as much confidence as it did in years past. And I think we've seen that the whole year. They just, to your point, found a way to win because it's been a subpar team. Baylor is not a subpar team. Iowa State, I don't think, even though the record doesn't really show it or reflect it, is a subpar team. And Oklahoma State is definitely not a subpar team. Mm -hmm. So you have a front-end loaded schedule with, um, you know, uh, again, not the best talent from the conference and or even out of the conference. Um, and now you have these three games left to play for a Big 12 championship. So this is where Lincoln Riley earns that big old fat paycheck. One, just pick a quarterback, please. Like, yep. it's it's getting really frustrating let's, at this let's point. Let's talk about that in this game specifically on, on Saturday. You have Caleb Williams, who starts the game, throws two picks, doesn't play all that well. Lincoln Riley makes the decision, whether it was for his hand or not, which he said it wasn't for his hand, right. to switch to Spencer Rattler to hopefully provide a spark, as what he says, then goes back to Caleb Williams at the end of the game. What Was this horrible management from a coaching standpoint? Would you have done the same thing to provide a spark? I mean, what, what are your thoughts there? And Give it to our audience in terms of you as a quarterback. If you were on that, if you were Caleb Williams or you were Spencer Rattler, how does that affect you mentally? Um, and, and do you go into a game knowing, hey, it's you know I got to perform or somebody's going to come up behind me? And that, that's a whole thing, right? You got to know that the guy driving the ship believes in you. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is a freshman, mm-hmm. was playing high school last year. How in the world do you get put in? Against Texas, huge, huge game for you, the rivalry, the whole thing. Brings you back, creates that spark like four weeks ago, has done it against Kansas, and has continually gotten better week in and week out, and then has one game where it's this is, and what we talked about, this is going to be the game where they finally get punched in the face. Baylor's defense is really, really good. Create havoc up front. Their, their back end might be some of the best back end that I've seen in the Big 12. Truly. They are they are really, really good. And I know they gave up, you know, close to 500 yards against TCU, which was is what it is. But this was going to be a, a game where Caleb was, have, was going to have to grow up on the road, tough environment. We had a whole lot to play for. We've had OU circled up. Believe in the kid. Let the kid learn. Yeah. You, what do you learn by pulling him out and saying, hey, if you're not providing a spark for us, which is like such a – 
term that's like thrown loosely, but spark for what? You know, like you guys are on as a team getting your butt kicked, yep. ass kicked, right? I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. You're getting your ass kicked. No one's going to provide a spark outside of the guy that you put in five, four weeks ago to provide a spark. So just stay with it. So I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. I don't like it. Player, coach, doesn't matter. Me sitting here, you know, Monday morning court, or couch quarterback, believe in the guy and just make a decision and go with it. You made the decision for a reason. Believe it and go. Yeah, I, you know, I, I first of all, I absolutely agree with you. I thought it was a it was a pretty tough look to watch him switch and then even switch back. Right, like it's almost desperation. What that hurts me in my heart is where that hurts me in my heart is. As a quarterback, specifically as a quarterback, it is such a mental game. And you know that if the head guy, to your point, believes in you, you can go play with confidence. Look at Andy Reid, the confidence that he instills in Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. they've had a tough year, but still, just Pat Mahomes and what he's been able to do, right? Look at Lincoln when he had Baker there. And, and, and all these different quarterbacks, confidence is the most important thing at that position. When you bring somebody else in to provide a spark – you have now told your starter, I don't believe in you, and if you make mistakes, you're going to get benched. Yeah. How can you go out there and play loose and free if you know that's – I've been there. I've, right. I've been in this situation. Hey, Trevor, if you make a mistake, you know, Blake's right behind you. Guess what? Made a mistake. Blake went in, played for five games. I ended up having to you know, beat him back out to, to win the job over. That was Blake Bell back yeah. in 2013. Baker comes in, spring ball. He, I know he's not going to start this next year. Hey, this kid behind you, he's kind of pushing you. You better keep playing good or he's going to be the guy. Those sure are the enough. conversations that were happening? Not actually out loud, but right, it's right. The, you can feel that yeah. from your head guy, right? And this is nothing against the head guys I played for. My career turned out exactly like it should have. It was amazing. But just from a headspace standpoint, it is tough to be in that position and, and it was it was tough to watch this Saturday watching uh, watching Lincoln go back and forth and back to Caleb Williams there at the end of the game. It's just it, I, I get it. It it is you're trying to win a football game. You're not playing well. You're doing anything you can to scratch and claw to get a W. But uh, now on the back end of it, it's just a bad look, and you've got to go and kind of tape up some of those wounds going into the the rest of the season, where all not all your goals playoffs out of there for now. But your goals to go win another Big Twelve title are still in front of you, and you've got to you got to you know lick those wounds and try and get your quarterback confident again to go have a stretch here. Yeah, I I agree, and 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 again, developmentally, okay, as a young kid, it is one thing to make mistakes from a schematic standpoint, meaning your X's and O's aren't right, you're not putting together, you know, a specific game plan or not not. Not that you're not putting together a game plan. You're not executing the game plan the right way. Caleb Williams was having a rough day throwing the ball. Yeah. Overthrew a, you know, several people, uh, was missing guys. And so if you, if you do, again, have a game like that, which you will have, you got to know that your guy's behind you yep. and saying, hey, get your ass in gear, let's go. Dude, get him out of the pocket. Get right. him a couple hitch completions. Right. Get some confidence Run the ball. under him. Run the ball. Dude. Do something. Hey, pick him up on the sideline. Yeah, I'm with you. It was a, it was a bad look. Um, I hope that whoever the starter is going into next week, I would assume it's Caleb Williams, is uh, is is you know they're having a good talking to this morning, tomorrow, yeah, right, throughout right, right. the week to get him back going. So I agree. Baylor prevails. Congratulations yeah. to Baylor. A massive win, knocking off undefeated 
uh, Oklahoma, um, putting themselves in a position to still make a run at the Big 12 title. And, and if I can, I got to say, well, one, two things. One, shout out to the Baylor defense because this is the lowest point total and the lowest yards per game that Lincoln Riley's ever had, even as an OC wow. at OU, yeah. which is pretty crazy. And then two, dude, if you don't like the way that guys win, then win. Don't lose. Don't lose. If you're going to sit there and, and, you know, be upset at the way that I kick a field goal for a tie, which, by the way, um, is part of the rules on the tiebreaker, doesn't really matter. If you don't like the way that I win, then don't lose. That's all i got to say. All right, moving okay. on. TCU at Oklahoma State. TCU at Oklahoma State. Boone Pickens Stadium is becoming a place in the Big 12 this year that you do not want to go to. It ain't just this year. It ain't we just this year. It. Yeah, yeah we, it's always been a tough place to play. I, I never played all that great there. Got hurt there a couple times, so just bad memories. But tough place to play at Boone Pickens. You make Chandler Morris, who last week looked like a Heisman contender right. against yeah. the Bears. Yeah, that's right. Look like a mediocre, you know, mm -hmm. second start quarterback <laughs> like he is. 63-17, to 17, the yeah. Pokes route the Horned Frogs. Bryce, thoughts on the Pokes and what you think their chances are to get to the Big 12 title game and potentially win it. Are they playing the best football in the Big 12 right now? If not, they're up there. The only other team that I would think is playing – better might be Kansas State I know that's a crazy you know but you're not gonna give there. any respect to Kansas uh Kansas played really well last week <laughs> we'll yeah get there we'll get right. there we will get there um but no I mean Oklahoma State is is taking care of business look they lost two weeks ago three weeks ago to Iowa State at Iowa State which they needed to take care of there um but again this is we've talked about identity we've talked about knowing who you are they are going to run the football they damn near almost put up 450 yards of rushing on the TCU Horny Toads, mm -hmm. and that's that is no small feat. That's you know Navy, Air Force type numbers, uh, three yards in a cloud of dust. But um, look, I think they're hitting their stride, and I think they're built on defense in the run game, which is a great place to play, um, a great way to play. Spencer Sanders, who we've talked about, very Jekyll and Hyde-ish. They are taking that away from him, yep, and just allowing him to you know have these little thirteen for eighteen, one hundred and twenty yards, and then a touchdown. And then they're building it off their run game. So I like where they're at right now. I think the Big 12 is going to run through Bedlam. Um, and they're going to be the number one seed. It's just going to be a matter of, you know, if Baylor can play their way in. Yeah, hats off to Mike Gundy. And, and to that point, Bryce, utilizing your quarterback to where you win football games and he doesn't lose you football games. Yep. We've all talked about how Spencer Sanders can be the guy that looks like a Heisman contender and be the guy that throws two picks and could be the reason for a loss. Hey, let him do what he does best. Let him make a few big plays a game with his feet. Let him throw the ball when it makes sense. Right. Play action. Run the football, run the football, run the football. Rely on your defense and just keep plugging away. They've instilled confidence into him to where now you're in November right. and you can trust him more. Hey, you've been through your lumps. You, you understand the formula to win, Spencer Sanders. So buy into it and let's go run this thing. It is going to be fun to watch this team over the next couple of weeks as they scratch and claw to try and get in. Yep, yep, I agree. And they've got uh, – who do they have left? They've got uh, at Texas Tech, which they, they you know, they put out a really good uh, a really good game last weekend. So it's it's not going to be 
Uh, and, and Texas Tech, I mean, you get batteries thrown at you and Coke cans thrown at you there, too. So um, I, th- I think it's definitely doable. Um, like I said, I think it, it does go through Bedlam, though. Um, okay, West Virginia at Kansas State. Kansas State, a four-game winning streak. Rolling. I've always loved and admired the way that Kansas State plays football. For you guys that, uh, that, that follow the Big 12, you understand this. You've got Oklahoma. You've got Texas. You've got TCU. You've got these Texas schools that are huge in recruiting. Oklahoma and, 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 uh, and Texas to be the biggest, right, from a national standpoint. From a, just a Big 12 standpoint, you've got Tech that gets more recruits than Kansas State. You've got Baylor that gets more recruits than Kansas State. You've got Oklahoma State that gets more recruits than Kansas State. What Kansas State does is they bring kids to the Little Apple up right. in Manhattan, Kansas, whether they're a walk-on, a five-star, or anywhere in between, and they buy into the culture that is now permeated into this new coaching staff up there all the way back from the Snyder days, from right. years and years right. and years ago. It's where you buy in, you do what you do, you do it really good. They run cover four, spin it to cover three. We're showing you what we're doing. We're just going to play harder, longer, and faster than you do. Congratulations, Kansas State, this week. A huge win against West Virginia. Who, yeah, right. Who can beat up on anybody if they're playing well. That's right. Um, and, and Deuce Vaughn is certainly the uh, the gasoline that makes that engine go. Runs through 22. Always has. Um, yeah, to, to your point, they, they have been the same exact MO as a team since probably Bill Snyder was born, which might have been a while ago, I would assume. Long time. Um, that's the beautiful thing about them. You know, they, they know, look, this is this is who we are. This is what we're going to do. Bend, but don't break. To your point, uh, two high shell, they rolled a three. They make you beat them. And I thought this was a great quote um, from, uh, oh, my gosh, West Virginia's coach. I was just thinking of his uh, his name. Anyways. Um, Neil Brown. Thank you, Neil Brown. Good grief. Uh, Neil Brown said we were waiting for them to mess up, and they did not mess up. You cannot beat a team that doesn't have turnovers, that has one penalty throughout the whole game. That's just what they do. That's what they've always done. And if you allow them to jump out early, which is what, you know, unfortunately West Virginia let them do, it is really, really hard to come back on them. They just do not make mistakes. So this is a team I'm telling you to watch out for just because my Baylor Bears are coming up there next week. Um, we got to take care of business. you got to take care of the football. You can't let them force you into bed. This is such a Patriots – kind of team right like that doesn't do anything fancy they don't do anything crazy they just make you beat them and it's so hard to do it's so hard to do because you want to be aggressive against them you want to take your shots they love that okay thank you i'll take my pick and then we're going to run it you know 15 times have a 12 minute play drive and then go score and then now now you look up and all of a sudden it's like man i've had we've had the ball as an offense you know once and it was a three and out yep that's that's how it is so it's it's a very, very tough place to play, and I love what you said because they're built on JUCOs, walk-ons, and really three stars. Yeah, I mean they, they just don't have a whole lot of of pizzazz, you know, when it when it's up there and the little apple, but they they make it work and they always have. So they I, make I it work. The heck out of it. They do, and and I'll say this too: um, one of my favorite places to always go play. I've I've said this multiple times on this podcast, but a great student section up there. Yep. So we got two games left before we get into those because these are the two most exciting games of yeah. the week. I mean, really, really fun to watch, including we'll bash up on the uh, Texas Longhorns here in a second. But uh, we've got a sponsor that I want to talk about. Um, If you are looking for ways to skip 
the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time and money and stress during the holidays. How? By allowing you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off at USPS USPS rates and 76% off UPS. In 2021, if you're still going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com, it's like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Just going up a couple of floors, sure, take the stairs. Walking up 30 flights a day, you could use a break. And if you spend more than just a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. So join Stamps.com now and save time and money this holiday season and sign up with promo code TBS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code TBS. Thank you, stamps.com. Great little plug there. Uh, so let's get into it. The last hey, two games quick. of the week. Heck of an ad read right Thanks, there. Thanks, brother. Man. Thanks, brother. Yep. Uh, last two games of the week. Two very, very fun ones. Iowa State at Texas Tech. Iowa State, we talked about them recently as having a little bit more moxie about him, had a a tough start to the year. They've really come on. Brock Purdy, Brees Hall, uh, all these guys that we've looked for from from the beginning of the year, from preseason, are now starting to play well. They go to Lubbock, and what an exciting finish that was. Texas Tech knocks off Iowa State 41-38 at home with their – Eighth string quarterback. I yeah, mean, this I guy comes in and plays so well. Donovan Smith, shout out to you, Bryce. Give yeah. us your thoughts on the game. No, I, what I thought was really, I, I, I think that going into this game, if I, if you were to tell me that Texas Tech was going to outplay Iowa State, especially in terms of just total yardage, I'd have been like, there's, there's no way, because typically, right, defense always travels. It doesn't really matter where you go. Um, Texas Tech. Move the ball all over the place on him on a really really good defense. This is this is a defense that is, um, a, you know, shoot as of whatever three weeks ago four. Weeks, I mean, was top five in the country, every major category. So this was this was a really interesting game. I think um, that kind of caught me off guard here. I I would have lost a lot of money on our Bet Rivers um, platform there. But you know, Donovan Smith coming in there, I think he just gives Texas Tech a different dynamic than they've had really probably since Pat. And I and I think even more so than you know, because Pat could move around um and 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 extend plays as a quarterback. Well, but Pat's he's, just got a cannon too. Right. right? Yeah. But and and Donovan's just he's he's kind of um I, I mean a loose I'm trying to think of like somebody that, that he kind of reminds me of. He's just he doesn't really look like he's running when he is running. Um I I, th- I think you know. Nonetheless, he just gives this offense a different dynamic than I think Tyler Show and especially Clipboard Jesus gave Texas Tech to where again I think this is going to be. Um, I think it could be a, a really interesting um, you know game coming down the the um, the shoot for Oklahoma State next week. Them coming back into town, they got two 
home games in a row, new coach, a lot of hype. Um, so we'll see. But this is this was a great game, and I love a 62-yarder to, to win it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the way that Iowa State responds after this loss with now going on the road uh, for the second straight week here to Oklahoma. Um, obviously both battered up because of the losses, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see how Coach Campbell gets those guys ready to go. Who knows? It could be a really cool, fun game in Norman. It could be kind of crazy, uh, but but big one for Texas Tech going into a huge week against Oklahoma State. You're right. And now for the uh, craziest game of the week, one that I am so excited to talk about. That's for last, I guess. The Kansas Jayhawks go on the road to Austin, Texas, and hand them their fifth straight loss. The first time they have a five-game losing streak since 1956, Bryce. Wow. You're Steve Sarkeesian. So yep. get, in, get, into, uh, you know, get into Steve Sarkeesian mode uh-huh. over there. You are on a five-game losing streak in year one, and you're losing to Kansas. What are you thinking, and how the heck do you turn this around in your locker room, if possible? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've talked about it, right? This is, this is such to me, a, a cultural thing. This is, this is guys not caring about putting on your colors to me, how you give up, you know, five, 400 yards, um, 200 yards on the ground. How, how you give up 200 yards on the ground when you are Texas, you you got nothing but five stars in there, buddy. Nothing but Gatorade All-Americans, you know, dudes from Florida, cats from California. They recruit nationally. If you do not care to put your pads on and represent the University of Texas, get the hell out of my locker room. You are coming out of your cute little tunnel that they just closed in your whole south end zone and – it's it doesn't look I mean it looks like a lady part but anyways it's really nice they poured a ton of money into it you got the smoke machines you go inside you got your massage chairs you got your barbershop in the locker room you've got all this stuff that the University of Kansas would die to have yeah and every single one of those players wearing blue would have done anything anything to put on burnt orange yep and you let them come into your house and hand it to you like that. I know the game ended up being close. Kansas had to win on a, uh, on a two-point conversion there at the end. But they whooped them all day long. All day long. It's embarrassing. They should be ashamed of themselves in Austin from top down. Steve Sarkeesian all the way to the second-string linebacker. You should be absolutely embarrassed of yourself that you can't turn it around after losing four straight games enough. If that's not enough incentive, yeah. now you let Kansas come into your house and slap you around. Uh, at this point, I'm throwing in the, the white towel if I'm Texas, and I'm stripping, like we've talked about, oh, yeah. I am stripping it all the way down. I'm taking all your stuff. I'm going to buy you champion gray sweats. You don't deserve to wear these colors, and we're going to get after it in the weight room, and we're going to squat all week yeah. long on game week, and we're going to start the offseason now. Yeah. Because there needs to be a change there. It's no longer walking around with my cute little customized shoes and my cute little bag 
and getting anything and everything I want because I go to the University of Texas. Trash it all, start from the beginning, and it's got to start now. It's embarrassing. Tori Becton, the strength and conditioning coach for Texas, needs to wake up this week, to your point, and be a completely different person. You think it's a pride thing, really? Like, I know it's the, we talk about the players, which is the biggest, the biggest problem. But do you think that even coaching staff that gets to Austin puffs their chest out a little bit? Oh, the donors are patting me on the back because I'm the new coaching staff, and I've got an unlimited supply of money, and this is my dream job, and so on. I mean, what is it? I think I really, you know, to be honest, and I might, I might upset some of our guys uh, and girls that listen to our podcast here, but I really think this is a product of this purple ribbon society that we've li- living in for a while. I mean, this was it was kind of right after it started when my sister was in grade school is when it started when you got a participation ribbon. Right. And I think what you are seeing now is that guys and dudes come into Austin or College Station or Baton Rouge or wherever, Norman, and they just feel like, hey, I've made it. And if you don't have this, this is why I, this is why I kind of shout out or, or, or had a shout out to Tori Beckton, because for us, that guy was Coach Cos. It, it's always it's it, always it's a strength. Always coach. your strength coach. We had Jerry Schmidt. And if it wasn't for Jerry Schmidt, the yeah. culture would not be set it's, under Bob Stoops for 20 years. And, and we've talked about it, right? So, so, you know, Coach Bryles instilled it, but Kaz enforced it. You have 100%. to have a guy that will be willing to quit the whole workout and start it back again. I can't tell you how many times we did that. We, we would come in there, and on simple stuff, our calisthenics, which I haven't used the word calisthenics in a while, but we would stretch – it was a hell of a stretch. I mean, it was like a 15, 20 minute oh, thing. Dude, we used to have guys fall out of the workout before the workout started. It was started. unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And and he would stop that mid go and say, Yeah, no, we're starting this whole thing back again. If you're not willing to do that because of a certain standard, how in the how in the world do you think that your guys will know in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, in the first quarter, it doesn't matter that there is a certain standard to be met here at the University of, yes. of, of Texas? And 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 I think that you know, what they had before with Mac Brown, it was built off kind of this this USC Miami Hurricane kind of vibe of like the past. And now, think of this: it, if if University of Texas threw a letter on your desk in high school and said, "Hey, we'd like to offer you to come to the University of Texas," what are you doing? Oh, dude, I'm going nuts. But are you going right now? Yeah, are you going? No, right. Absolutely right? not. So you have you have TCU, you have Baylor, you have Oklahoma, you have Oklahoma State, um, you have A and M, and you have Texas Tech now. Joey McGuire is going to come in there and get some dudes. I'm telling you, you guys watch. And you have SMU. You have seven schools around here that are all fighting for that one dude. And right now, if you're Texas, no way in hell am I. I'm going to laugh. But thank you. At, there no, was a you. point in time where it was like I want to be the guy to go to Texas yeah. to turn it around. It's past that, oh. dude. Keep me as far away from that dumpster fire as humanly possible. It takes a lot more than one person to get. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout him out right now, but Arch Manning, stay away, my dude. Oh, stay Ooh. away. I know your family knows a lot more about football than I do, but if I'm you, you ain't the guy to go there and try and turn this thing around. You don't want to get caught up in that crap. There is so much to be said about the character of a person as a team, right? As a player, young kid. You know, when you get, uh, you know, go to the combine, they do a whole bunch of, you know, that one-on-one stuff to figure out who you are as a character. 
it is it is so evident right now as a culture at the University of Texas is almost probably a recruiting woe way more than anything else. If I'm going in there and, and, and seeing this as a recruit, I'm going, dude, there is no way do I want any part of a team that will give up 57 points to Kansas. Mm. You know, It's almost like, hey, I've got the colors on. I didn't earn these colors because I just tiptoed my way into the season, right? But I, I, I got here, so I'm wearing the colors. And when the going gets rough, because of the culture that they have in Austin right now, it's, well, I, I got Texas on the front of my jersey. We'll show up. It's Kansas. Right. We'll, it'll I'll, just happen. I'll still get the Chevrolet dealership. It, it'll deal. just happen. Oh, we're playing bad. It's the first quarter. It'll ha- right. I got Texas on the front of my shirt. They've right. got KU. It'll happen at the end. And nobody wants to step up and take control. Yeah. Everybody, nah, he'll do it. Yeah. No, he'll do it. No, maybe he'll do it. And nobody does it. Yeah. Ever. It's yep. embarrassing. I'm, I'm telling sick you. and tired of watching it. Because it, you know yeah. what? I'll, I'll say this. I respect the University of Texas enough, historically, to where they need to be good for our conference. Right. And now they're going to go to the SEC, and they're going to be at the bottom of the barrel. Yep. And quite frankly, I can't wait to watch it because, again, <laughs> they need an attitude makeover, a cultural makeover, and they need it bad. Really yep. bad. Five games in a row and you're at the University of Texas – Shame on you. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Let's jump into our next segment. But before we do, a quick message from our sponsors over at BetterHelp. Is there something that's preventing you from achieving your goals or interfering with your happiness? If there is, let me tell you guys about BetterHelp. Professional help done securely online. Check out BetterHelp.com TBS. BetterHelp will assess your individual needs and match you with our own licensed professional therapist to allow you to connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient, you can start communicating in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's an avenue to accessing professional therapy without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp has licensed professionals who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, as well as relationship and grieving counseling. You can message your counselor at any time, and get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you, and do it in a manner that is more affordable than traditional online counseling. Financial aid is available, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living happy, a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash TBS. Join over the 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TBS today. Thank you guys over at BetterHelp. Bryce, let's dive in today to the games coming up next week. Garrett, if you don't mind throwing them up there on the board for us. First and foremost, a huge week coming up with Big 12 title implications on the line. Let's start here. Oklahoma, even though they had the tough loss this week against Baylor, still writes their own destiny to 
the Big 12 title game and capturing number seven in a row. But they've got two big matchups starting here. Oklahoma is the favorite right now, minus four and a half against Iowa State. Bryce, who you got here? Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be really hard for me not to go with OU here, um, just being at home. I think Big 12 in general has just been such a homer type of – that home field advantage. There's probably only been a couple of teams that I can recall that won on the road. Just kind of it's, – it's tough to win on the road here um, in, any, in any conference, you know, but especially this year too. So um, I think that, that Iowa State does bounce back a little bit. I don't think it's going to be 59.5. I got the under, but I got OU winning. I got OU winning as well. I, I think Iowa State has done a good job this year of of uh, of progressively getting better, but Oklahoma will come out ready to play, I hope. We'll see who's at quarterback. We'll see if they can get some confidence going in that, uh, in that locker room. Uh, I got OU in this one. Moving on. Oh, Texas <laughs> at West Virginia. Crazy. West Virginia, the favorite. At minus two and a half, the over/under is set at fifty-seven and a half. I'll go first on this one, Mister Petty. Uh-huh. I am taking the West Virginia Mountaineers in this one. Yeah. Texas six losses in a row. Yep. Embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. Um, and I'm taking the under. I don't think Texas puts up many points. Hey, shout out though. We didn't give a shout out to. Uh, Casey Thompson. Although you didn't lead your team to victory, six touchdown passes in the game. Yeah. Tough to do, man. But and he's he is mm-hmm. he's kind of that that like a uh, another Sam Ellinger I feel like just a guy that you want to root for, um, and I think he's got a, a finger issue, a thumb on his throwing hand too. Still threw for six touchdowns, um, you know just just golly man, just go pour your heart out again because you are I feel like the only one outside of him and Bijan. Maybe Xavier Worthy because that dude's gonna be a freak. Yeah, he's a freak. Um, anyways, I got West Virginia big. Uh, maybe not big. I think about fourteen. Um, and then I'm going to take the under as well on this one. Kansas at TCU. The Fighting Jayhawks coming off a huge win over Texas. But the Horn Frogs still with a massive, massive favorite here. Uh, minus 22 and a half. You think Chandler Morris turns it back on in this one for a 22.5 point victory? Uh, no, I'm going to take Kansas on this one. Um, I think Kansas does play the spread on this one. So, um, TCU can't stop anybody on the ground, and that's all that Kansas has. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's going to be another shootout, much like it was down in Austin. Um, and then I've actually got the over. I'm taking the over as well, 53 and a half. Uh, I am also taking Kansas. I would not put all my my Bet Rivers money on this. Okay. Uh, just because you think TCU can beat them by? I I, I mean I don't know. Can you <laughs> like? Yeah, great win this past week. Maybe it gives you some confidence, but you still are very very poor football team. Which says a lot about Texas. I'm, dude, I'm bashing these guys. I'm bashing. Oh, gosh, it's horrible. And that's not just because I went to Oklahoma. My room was burnt orange for majority of my life. My dad went to Texas. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed that my room was once burnt orange. Tough, man. Let's keep rolling. Baylor at Kansas State. Hey, big implications here. Baylor still has a chance to get into the title game. Yep. They've obviously got to win out. Yep. It is tough, we talked about earlier, to go on the road to Kansas State and get a win. Kansas State with a four-game winning streak. Who do you like in this one? They, they, the Bet Rivers has uh, Baylor favored at one and a half points. I like Baylor at this game because they can still play their way in. 
Uh, don't leave it out to somebody else. Play your way in. Win these next two. Um, if they get off the bus, I think they beat them by 17. Wow. I like that, too. Uh, here's, I think Baylor matches up really well against, so against the too. Wildcats. They do. Right? Um, Baylor has a Similar great game. defense. Baylor can establish the run game. I think Gary Bohannon has the, the tools to shred you apart, too. Um, and we talked about, hey, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, post over the top, put that safety in a bind in that quarter's defense. I really like Baylor in this matchup, so I'm going Baylor minus one and a half. I think they win by a touchdown or two, if not more. Yep. Um, and I'm going with the over here, over 50 and a half. Yep, I'm with you. I think it's, yeah. Over. And last but certainly not least, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Mm. Oklahoma State, the 11-point favorite. The over-under is set at only 56 and a half points. Two offenses that have proven to be able to score a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. What are you taking here, Bryce? Uh, I, I actually like the way, again, very similar to the way that we just talked about Baylor and, and Kansas State matching up. Well, I do like this matchup for Tech because their, their front seven is actually really good. Uh, linebackers lead that defense. Um, and then they, they actually kept, uh, they kept Brees Hall under, I think, 70 yards. Uh, still scored twice, but, um, you know, same thing. Similar game to, or, or I guess not similar to, Brock Purdy throwing it for 385 yards. I don't see Spencer Sanders doing that. If they do do that, I think they're going to be in a, in a nail-biter. Um, but I think that this defense plays well to Jalen Warren, although I still think that Jalen Warren and this running game for Oklahoma State still bode to be too much as well as their defense is playing really, really well right now. So uh, I am going to take Oklahoma State. Um, I think it's going to be close early, and I think Oklahoma State pulls away. Yeah, a lot of hype going into the game. It'll probably be – smash mouth they'll make a couple mistakes in the first quarter because of the the hype around the game uh but it'll settle down and oklahoma state will outlast the red raiders of texas tech um i'm taking oklahoma state by 14 so pretty pretty crazy line here uh I'll, obviously i'm not putting any money on this one because i think it's going to be close um and i'm taking the over here as well so uh another another really 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 exciting weekend ahead in we the big two 12. games left two man. games left so so let me ask Kidding? you this, because we started talking about the Big 12 title game about four weeks ago Yeah, once we started uh, getting into the meat of the schedule. At this point, given everything that happened this past weekend, who is making the title game and who's going to take, uh, take the trophy home this year? Right now. And, and I'm putting you on the spot here, Bryce. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, 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 uh, it's tough, right, because you're going to have – I do think that Baylor gets to these next two games. Um, Tech doesn't travel near as well as they play at home, so I, I, I like this game after Thanksgiving. I think that Baylor's going to have, as I keep saying, because Coach Aranda said, and I love it, um, this competitive maturity. It is going to be about what happens this Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. I do not see a scenario that Oklahoma can walk in there and beat them. I just don't. If Oklahoma State can take care of business this week against Texas Tech, which they should, they should be able to do that. I feel better about Oklahoma State beating Texas Tech than I do Oklahoma beating Iowa State. So if 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 Oklahoma State wins out, which means they beat Oklahoma, they're the number one seed. Yep. And Baylor wins out, and they have the head to head against Oklahoma. This is what I was reading. Yep. That would be Oklahoma State versus Baylor in the Big 12 title game. Correct. Number one, the conference records of the – wait, I'm sorry. If two teams are tied, 
Okay, just outright wins, win percentage. If two teams are tied, the winner of the regular season game between the two tied teams shall prevail. Right. So you got if you got Oklahoma State with one loss, they're in. They're the one seed. Correct. And then it's easy. You got Baylor with two losses, Oklahoma with two losses. And we won the head to head. And you won the head to head. Now, if Oklahoma finds a way to win out, they beat Iowa State. They beat Oklahoma State. Now, Oklahoma's the one seed. They're back in it. Oklahoma State has the head-to-head yep. over Baylor. That's right. So it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State in the title game. So Baylor at this point, their destiny is win out. Yep. And pull, and for, Oklahoma pull State. for Oklahoma State. Yep. Oklahoma's destiny is win out, you're in. Yep. Oklahoma State's destiny is win out and you're in. Because yep. you, you can't lose. Right. Even though the, they have the worst get at it because if they have – Baylor can get in as a two loss, and Oklahoma can get in as a two loss. Because they could essentially, Oklahoma could lose to Iowa State and still beat Oklahoma State and get in. What? If, if Oklahoma, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's if right. If Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, they're in. Yep. If Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, they're in. And then Baylor is in only if Oklahoma State wins. That's how it shapes out. Oklahoma has to win out. They have to win out to get in, because we would be we would be that that third team, second or third team, and we beat them on a head to head. So they have to beat Iowa State and they have to beat Oklahoma State to get in. No, they don't. Yeah, they oh. do. How? Baylor. All right. Yes. So Baylor wins out. We're writing this out. Baylor wins out. Their two losses are Oklahoma State and TCU. Correct. If Oklahoma loses to Iowa State, they're a two loss team. Correct. To Baylor. And to Iowa State. Iowa State, but now Oklahoma State is a law has the two losses as well, and Oklahoma has the head to head. So it'd be Oklahoma Baylor. If three or more teams are tied, steps one through four will be followed until a determination is made. Okay, steps one through four. Wait, that how does that make sense? Okay, the conference records. This is this is interesting. Okay, well we'll, we'll get through this real quick. The conference records. Okay, this is on a three-team tie. Okay. All two lost teams. The conference records of the three or more teams will be compared against each other's in a mini round-robin format, which is what you just did. Right. Right? Number two, the conference records of the three or more teams will be compared against the remaining teams in the conference standings from top to bottom. Who did you lose to? Okay. Okay. 2A, when comparing against the remaining teams in the conference standings, any two-way ties will be broken by a head-to-head a, a a head competition before the comparison begins. Okay? 2B, if more than a two-way tie exists amongst the remaining teams in the conference standings, the record against the collective tied teams as a group will be used. Did you guys follow that? All our listeners, did y'all follow that? I'm lost. I know. I still have two more, and I I don't want to read any more. So, basically, it's going to be a mini-round-robin tournament, which is what you just did. all of them would beat up on each other. It's your worst loss. So, in the standings as it sits right now, do we have that right now? Hold on. Hold on. The Hurricanes named Dicka. Okay. You have – oh, my God. 
See, that's that's the worst part. That's where it sucks because TCU sits at second to last. So right. we would automatically so would be, be out. Right. Well, automatically be in out. the third bullet because if round robin, Baylor beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma would beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State would beat Baylor. It's ra- They all beat up on each other. So you'd go to the next one. And, yes, yep. Oklahoma State actually would be the one seed. Where no, the no, no, standings, no. Where the standings sit. Yeah, yeah. No, because Oklahoma would have the head-to-head over them. So Oklahoma would be the one seed. Not, that doesn't matter. Well, bottom line is 12, this. Though. The bottom line is this. It's got to win certainly out. Certainly, yeah. If Baylor, whoever wins out is in. Unless you're Baylor, and Oklahoma State loses to Oklahoma. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. If you win out, you're in. Yep, that's it. That's it. So a we will see what on. happens this week. It's gonna be nuts. Telling you what, another great week. Another Thank great you guys week. for listening. Uh, please tweet, text. Facebook, DM, whatever uh, your method of communication is. Um, tell us your thoughts. Tell us if we're wrong, which I probably I've am. I've never been wrong in my life. My wife tells me I'm wrong all the time. Clearly um, never been wrong in my life. Very true. And they do look good on green and gold. does look very, I'm, very I'm good on you. I'm ripping this shirt you. off right when I get out of here. Thank you. for. Uh, please wash it, though. It's pit stains everywhere. Um, I guess I was you, a little nervous. <laughs> Uh, Trevor did own up to his bet. He's a man of his word. Got Chick-fil-A, got beers, um, and he's wearing green and gold. So thank you guys and girls. Um, Till next week. Till next week on the Trevor and Bryce Show. Stay classy.